You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Hispanic Chamber Connection. This is a radio program that features and promotes members of the Texas Gulf Coast Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. This show is broadcast from Lone Star Community Radio in downtown Conroe and can be heard at 104.5 and 106.1 FM or on the internet at IRLoneStar.com, or you can always watch it as a Facebook Live on the Hispanic Chamber's Facebook page. This program is sponsored by the Amel Agency, an executive partner in the Chamber, and a full-service residential and commercial insurance agency. My name is Tom Brody. I'm the Vice President of Membership of the Chamber, and I've also been driving the implementation of the new website and the Chamber app. So if you have any questions on any of that, please send me an email at tom at tombrody.biz or catch me at an upcoming event, um, and you can ask whatever questions you have then. Speaking of events, we actually, there's a happy hour for the Chamber this evening at Avenida Brazil in the Woodlands from 5 to 8.30. So if you're in the Research Forest area, please stop by and say hello. Uh, Avenida Brazil is... Um, the Brazilian Steakhouse there at 1400 Research Forest. So come by and say hello. Today, uh, we're honored to have Michelle Kalkoff um, on the program today. She's a Vice President of Marketing Development at CWPA Incorporated. Michelle, how are you today? I'm doing great, Tom. Thanks for having me. It's my second time to do this, but it's been a couple of years. Oh, that's good. So yeah. it, it's perfect timing. So we'll be talking with Michelle in a little bit more detail, but first I want to just talk about what this program is, um, it really is a, a great benefit to the chamber uh, membership, um, and it's it's one of the, the many benefits that the chamber has. And so, if you have not been on this program before and you're a chamber member, you need to send me an email at tom at tombrody.biz, and we'll get you on the calendar as soon as possible. Um, this year, we've had a great response from our members, and, and we're actually booked up into July now. So, if you're wanting to get on the radio program, please don't delay. Give us a, um, give me a call or send me an email and we can get you on the schedule. We also have a radio show in Spanish on Thursdays at 10 o'clock on AM station 920. And that's also booked up through, we're into July now as well. So definitely don't want to wait anymore. Get, give us a call and get us on the schedule. As our president, uh, Dr. Sanchez always says, the Hispanic Chamber has four goals in mind for its members. Number one, visibility, business connections, targeted education, and member advocacy. And I can think of no better way to fulfill all these four goals than to have you and your business featured on one of our radio programs. Um, we also have an email newsletter that goes out every week informing our members and guests about upcoming meetings. And if you'd like to be added to that newsletter, or if you're a member and you're not receiving the newsletter, please send me an email. Again, tom at tombrody.biz, uh, and we'll get you on that schedule as well. So if you have any questions that you'd like to ask Michelle, please text them to me at 713-906-3710, and I'll be sure to ask them on air. So Michelle, tell us about CWPA, how to get it start, and how long has your company been in business? Well, uh, CWPA is an office supplies and office services company, and we're family-owned and operated, located in Spring, Texas. And uh, my parents started the business back in 1990s, so oh, we've wow. been in business about 29 years. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. That's great. So what, you said you're in, in spring, so do you serve just spring or the greater Houston area, or whereabouts do you work with customers? Actually, you know, we got our start in government sales, so that took us to being able to ship on a national and even international basis. Okay. Most of our uh I would say commercial-based customers are located here in the Houston area. So we actually service Houston, state of Texas, nationwide. Yeah. Oh, very mm -hmm. good. Okay. So you, you said you got your start in, in government contracts. and I'm sure the office supplies market has changed dramatically over the years. Right. right. Um, what's been the most challenging part of the office supply industry to adopt to? Well, you mentioned that. how we got our start. Mm -hmm. So... How we truly got our start was based in strictly printer ribbons back in the day ribbons, when, wow. when uh, dot matrix uh, printers existed yeah. and lasers weren't, weren't so big. Right. So then we kind of migrated into the uh, toner and ink business, almost uh, virtually 
uh, with government customers okay. only. Right. And then we always had the ability to sell a full range of traditional office supplies, and we started pushing that, I would say, about 10 years ago out into the commercial market as well. Okay. So that's uh, that's kind of where I've been developing and building our commercial side of our business for these last several years. Okay. All right. So you started off with back in the, in the ribbon days. I that's remember right. dot matrix printers. That's I, right. I had one at home, and that was... You know, you, you couldn't use that when the kids were asleep, that's for sure, because it would wake everybody up. So so what are the products and services that people would be surprised to hear that, that you sell now? I think they would be surprised to know that we also facilitate promotional products. Oh, so okay. whether that's corporate apparel with your name embroidered or trade show giveaways and uh, banners and such, okay. uh, they probably would be surprised to know that. And additionally, we get into uh, signage, indoor and outdoor signage as really? well. Really? Wow. Yeah. So I've done quite a few projects on that in, in the recent few months. Yeah. So are you doing like vehicle wraps and those type of signs? Or? I haven't actually done vehicle wraps yet. I okay. haven't had an opportunity to do so, but we certainly can. But uh, what I've done more recently are outdoor signage mm -hmm. on monument type stands and also indoor signage, the, uh, the kind that's in reception areas and that, things of that nature. Okay. All right. Very good. So you mentioned you start off as a, as a family business. Is, is it all still family run or are you sort of branching out and hiring outside the family? Well, it's, it's still family run. Okay. So at this point in time, my parents started the business back in 1990. And my sister joined them shortly after that period of time. Okay. And at that point in time, I wasn't living in Texas. And when I moved back, I had an opportunity to start with them in 1995. Oh, okay. And uh, since that point in time, we've had other employees. But currently, we do have a, a non-family employee, but she's like family. Okay. And she's worked with us off and on since about 2001. Oh, wow. So, yeah, pretty yeah. much family. Yeah. have been that, with you that she long. Is. That's awesome. She is. Okay. So, do you guys have a storefront or a place that customers can visit? We actually don't have a storefront. Really? So, okay. uh, people ask us all the time. I say, no, you know, we don't have a brick-and-mortar store, but this is kind of how we have patterned our business is to be a stockless model. Right. And to lend added convenience to the customer by just drop shipping product directly to their doorstep. Yeah. And so that helps us reduce uh, overhead on our part. Oh, sure. And we utilize our, our large network of distributors to affect really fast deliveries to the yeah. customer. That, that's amazing. I mean, because one thing I, you know, just think about all the printer ribbons and toner cartridges. If you had to, to maintain inventory for all right. the possible models out there, it'd yeah. be crazy. Yeah, know? and it's impossible. You, yeah. You can't do that. So... Right, and it, and it actually allowed us to expand above and beyond the printer consumable business. Okay. So, therefore, we were able to dabble in traditional office supplies, uh, pack and ship products, break room maintenance items, okay. janitorial sanitation products. So everything, regardless of industry, that's office product related is right. something that we can tap into. Interesting. Okay. So... Not having a storefront ha hasn't been a hindrance in, in your business at all. Well, I don't think so, but I've, we've had a focus more lately on building our website and okay. marketing that more effectively. Right. And I actually have had quite a few knocks on the door in the last few months. <laughs> uh, people coming there looking for specific inventory, and unfortunately, right. it's it just doesn't work that way. Yeah. However, I can certainly accommodate people by bringing inventory in, uh, that is specific to their needs if that's the way they want to come pick it up. Right. Or, again, we just ship it directly to them, make it easy. Yeah, it, it is easy. In fact, I know I, you and I have done business and I've, I've bought toner cartridges. And, you know, which I guess in kind of this buy online world, everyone's kind of gotten used to say, I have to wait a day or two to get that. So you, you right. kind of have to give up that, that instant gratification just going and picking it up. Right. But there's always a cost to that, right? You have to get in your car, drive over there, get it, hope they have it in stock, and, right. and then have to come back. So you just have to look at that as, I'm not having to, you know, I can better utilize my time doing something else. Exactly. So that, that's, a, that's very cool. Okay. So being, I always ask people who have been in, in family 
businesses. Did, did you always know that you wanted to carry on in the family business, or was this something that kind of evolved? Well, I think when I graduated from college, I moved to New York City, and I worked oh. there for a couple of years. Okay. And upon moving back to Houston, uh, I think that was back in 1990, I actually got a job working for the Houston Post newspaper. Okay. So I worked there for five years until the Chronicle bought it out, and I was there the day everything closed and oh, shut wow. down. But prior to that, my parents' company had been growing. My sister was working there, and they had invited me to come whenever I was ready. So mm. at that point, it really kind of the timing was right, and I was able to join them and kind of supplement areas of the business that needed additional bolstering. So again, that's where I say I became involved in doing a lot more of the marketing, tapping into new markets, okay. new type customer uh, verticals, things of that nature. Right. Okay. Yeah. You said you worked for the Post. That's interesting. What, what did you do for them? Yeah, I worked in the marketing department. So okay. uh, one of the things I didn't realize is just how much money newspapers spent in market research. Okay. And so we would go in and create extremely targeted sales presentations for the advertising sales force okay. to take out as, as a means of, you know, promoting the circulation of the paper, positioning them in specific uh, sections of the paper. Okay. And so that was a lot of fun. I mean, it was very interesting because presentations varied from day to day, from rep to rep. And, uh, you know, it was a sad day when, when that all came to a crashing halt. Because, yeah. Uh, and it, I really enjoyed that work. It, it was fun. Well, it's probably a good background, too, just to be able to, in, in marketing in general, right? Because, right? right. you know, marketing's marketing. You just have to know your product and how to deliver that. Right. So, yeah, that would have been awesome. And, and I remember when, that, when, when the post kind of went away, it was, it was kind of the beginning of, of, the, of the permanent change of the societies. Like, you know, the post was always around and, right. and to just think about going from, you know, to just one newspaper in the city is almost like unheard of back then That's because right. every city had several yeah. and, and to see the, the beginning of that change, it was, it was traumatic for a lot of people. Right. You know? Well, and look at how much it's changed even since then. Oh yeah. With the advent of news online and, and how easy it is to access. It's been a real struggle for the newspaper industry. Oh yeah, so, I'm, I'm, absolutely. I mean, you just look at the at the size of the paper. I mean, I used to Sunday paper was you know several inches thick, and now right. yeah, it's been years since I've gotten one, but I'm I'm sure it's a lot smaller than it used to be. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Well, very good. We've been talking with Michelle um, Kalkoff, um, the vice president of marketing of CWPA, and when we come back, we're going to talk about how her company competes against the office depots and Amazons of the world. Stay with us. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1 and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936-647-3776. What is homelessness? Have you seen parents struggle to find a job without having transportation or childcare? What about the children sleeping in cars with nothing to eat? Families shouldn't have to struggle to survive and children should not be homeless. Family Promise of Montgomery County serves the needs of homeless families and their children. Learn about ways you can help and learn about partnership opportunities at www.familypromiseofmc.org or call our day center at 936 936- Four four one eight seven seven eight. The Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service has been dedicated to educating Texans for over a century. In 1915, the Extension Program was established under the federal Smith-Lever Act to deliver university knowledge and agricultural research findings directly to the people. Ever since, AgriLife Extension programs have addressed the emerging issues of the day, serving diverse populations across the state. Texans turn to Extension for solutions in horticulture, agriculture, 
4-H and youth, and family and consumer sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at 1 o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour. The Hispanic Chamber Connection is sponsored by the Amel Insurance Agency. Located at 719 Sawdust Road, Suite 103, The Woodlands, Texas. The ML Agency is a family-owned insurance agency that provides home, life, automobile, and umbrella insurance coverage. Since 2006, the ML Agency has been a bilingual insurance service for businesses and private citizens in the Montgomery County area. For more information on the ML Insurance Agency, please visit the Hispanic Chamber Connection at www.irlonestar.com hcc. The ML Insurance Agency is available by telephone at 832-525-5656 or online www.mlagency.com. The ML Insurance Agency is a sponsor of this program and the Hispanic Chamber Connection thanks you. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back. This is the Hispanic Chamber Connection. Um, this is the radio program that features and promotes members of the Texas Gulf Coast Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. My name is Tom Brody. I'm the Vice President of Membership for the Chamber. If you have any questions that you'd like us to ask our guests, please text them to me at 713-906-3710. When we went to break, um, I promise we we're going to talk to Michelle about Office Depot and Amazon and all the online purchasing and, and ask her... How does she compete with companies like that? I mean, I know it's got to be a challenge, um, and they're probably your number one competitor, but obviously you're doing something right, been in business since 1990. <laughs> you got it. They're, they're a tough competitor. So I'm a, it, in the whole scheme of things, we are a small fish swimming right. in a big pool of the office supply industry. So um, it, it has been a challenge from the standpoint that they, they have such a sheer volume of and piece of the pie. Right. So in saying that, it becomes an ex extremely price-driven industry. But what we've discovered is that businesses still need that personal touch. So oh, sure. we bring them the benefit of cost savings. However, we're able, because we're smaller, we're more nimble, we can address issues quickly, we've been able to really address a company's unique needs. And that's what we focus on. Okay. The customer service aspect, how can we make them doing business with us or buying these types of supplies easy, simple, automated. Okay, mm -hmm. all right. So since you've <clears throat> taken a more active role in the company, what, what's been the most surprising thing you've learned about your business, you know, something you didn't expect? Ooh. Well, number one, I never expected I would be the outside salesperson. Okay. <laughs> we used to uh, have the advantage in, in our government sector sales mm. of just through a, a government contract, just the business would come to us. I right. know that probably sounds archaic at this point, but it really was true. And that's how we built the business. It just, uh, through the virtue of having the contract, we, the orders would flow. Yeah, I bet. And so working on the commercial side, it's like building an entire new business almost. Mm. I mean, you have to be out there meeting people. And I think that was a very big change for me. Okay. I had never really done that before. And then I think now it's finding a way to get your name out there on a continual basis. So dealing with marketing aspects of social media, video, blogging, Things along that line, I think, is very difficult and time-consuming. Right. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it can be take up a lot of your time. Now, I know you're, that you're a very extensive networker, um, and I, I guess you kind of alluded to this, something you just realized you had to do, or is it something your parents pushed you to, to do for the business, or well, how'd that come around? We had, I had experience in that, in that we would attend and participate in as many uh, state-run vendor shows as we could okay. on the on the government side. Right. So we were able to put a face to our company uh, because really most of our customers we never met. So that sure. was nice and, and got me into the mode of being out there mm -hmm. and part of the public face of our company. But 
beyond that, building on the commercial side, and even though trade shows exist, there really weren't that many out in this area necessarily in the northwest side of town. So right. it was important to start networking. And I think that was definitely my idea. And then just figuring out the best way to go about it. Yeah. Okay. So I know that you've been a member of the, of the Hispanic Chamber for quite a while. Um, how did you first find out about the Hispanic Chamber and, and what was it that attracted you to join? Yeah, I want to say I've been a member now probably going on three years, yeah. maybe a little over. And right around that time, I would be prospecting, speaking to customers, and out of the blue, I started hearing several different people on related businesses mm -hmm. talk about the chamber, how it was new, and particularly how the leadership in the chamber was extremely dynamic. The membership felt very welcoming and uh, that there were a lot of events to choose from. So I thought, mm, this is something I need to to check out and okay. see if it can be beneficial. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. So how would you rate the, the quality of referrals you've got from other chamber members and just because you're a member of the chamber in general? Well, I think one of the things that is different in this chamber versus others that I've been to in the past mm -hmm. is the way that the, the monthly networking lunches are conducted. Okay. So it really fosters smaller group discussions as opposed to everyone just getting up in one big circle and, and giving their 30-second pitch and hoping right. that you remember who's who's around you. Yeah. So it gives you that opportunity to get to know why people do what they do and what they do and is just more conducive to forming those long-term relationships. Okay. And yeah. in doing so, you feel more comfortable referring to others and that certainly comes back to you yeah. in the same way. Okay. Well, very good. One thing I, I want to make sure we get out there is the best way to contact you. Is it phone, email, text, and, and give give us all that information? Yeah, all of the above. All of the above. <laughs> well, what, is, what are I, they? I would say the, the primary email, if you really want to get in touch with this, is going to be supplies at cwpa.com. Okay. And then our website is cwpa.com. And those would be the best ways. But uh, touch base with me on supplies at cwpa.com. We're okay. checking it constantly, and we're going to be really responsive. Okay. All right. Very good. So kind of talking about customers and getting out there and kind of expanding your business um, offering, what's the most common product or service your customers request? I think it doesn't matter what market you're in. You could be law firm. You could be... Um, a multi-level marketing company. Everyone has a printer. So I have to say it's most likely printer consumables, okay. toner and ink cartridges, and then the traditional supplies like paper, pens, um, those types of items. Yeah, okay, all right. And so where do most of your customers come from? I mean, you said back in the early days it was all from government contracts, right. but now are, are they word of mouth? Are people you're meeting through networking or people find you on social media? I think our primary source of new prospecting is definitely through the networking and, okay. and referral system. Uh, and then I've been making a push actually to, I, I've got a company that's assisting us in getting Google reviews, and I think that's been very helpful. It's helped push our exposure out, um, you know, in that area. And uh, we seem to be getting more calls or responses in relation to that. That's awesome. So, um, certainly give a shout out to pinpoint marketing for helping us in that area. Okay. And, uh, and word of mouth amongst my customers, I making a concerted effort to try to ask them to pass along the good word. Okay. Yeah. Well, very good. Okay. So we talked about printers a little bit and I would imagine in the world of laser printers, especially from a reseller's perspective, like, like yourself, it's a constantly changing one. Uh, and it's one thing that always that struck me is like, how long is the market life for a laser printer? Because it seems like just when you get comfortable with one, there's a new one out. Yeah. You know, and, and, and then also works on, on the consumables issues, like all this, how long is it going to be before I can't find these toner cartridges anymore? You right, know? right. Well, and that's definitely by design, right? Right. Because that, that's where the manufacturers make their money is, is in the consumables yeah. arena. So not to say that when they're coming out with new models, there aren't new uh, 
features and security enhancements that aren't important. If you look at the smaller inkjet printers, mm -hmm. those become almost expendable. Yeah. It, it's almost, if you have one that goes down, needs repair, it's worth it to just buy a new one at that point. Right. But I don't so much worry about the consumable supplies, which is uh, why we've sold for many, many years our own line of remanufactured supplies. Okay. Uh, that's definitely not necessarily for every customer. It doesn't appeal to everyone. But on the government side, it's huge. They have a lot of green initiatives. Okay. And you would be surprised. I, I have a printer in my office right now, an HP, 25 years old. Wow. I could still get that cartridge today if I needed it. Really? I just have no way of hooking the printer up because it's a parallel port. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think you're going to see some people You're not using it. It's still operating. Yeah, you can't a, use it? Can't or? use it. So, oh, okay. You know. I don't, I don't uh, have a printer, a computer that would accommodate that anymore. But, um, you know, I, I think on the laser printer side, you can definitely live with those for a lot longer. Okay. The supplies are going to be available to you for a long time. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, that's very, that's interesting. Okay. Um, when it's, I knew there was something I was going to ask you. I totally forgot. Oh. Um, On the in the laser print the laser printer supplies, um, and you said that that more of the larger companies really had a green initiative, and so they're really embracing the whole you know the reloading of the cartridges and that. So they're not worried about warranties because I know that a lot of the manufacturers want you to use their branded supplies. That's right. Actually, from a, a I say this goes back a long way. From an antitrust um, law perspective, yeah. they really cannot technically void your warranty if you choose to use consumables of your of your own preference. Really? Okay. So um, now, will they come out and fix it for free if there were an issue? Probably not. Yeah. However. I haven't, you know, we've gained expertise in that area in remanufactured supplies over so many years, over okay. 29 years. We have perfected who we source those products from. Mm. So on a very specific note, we know exactly which of our suppliers to go to for very specific cartridges. And that has gone a long way to mitigating any problems, any okay. problem with defectives okay. uh, in, in what we sell. Right. On the remanufactured side. Okay. So I think it comes down to preference. Yeah. But there's a lot of money to be saved oh, yeah. by utilizing those types of savings. No, I saw that savings myself, and that was just one of those things that was like, oh, my gosh, I couldn't believe it. Um, <laughs> and just, it gets back to I've worked for other small companies, and the owner just didn't want to dabble in it, you know, because he, he, right. he kind of – was drinking the Kool-Aid as far as it's got to be these, you know, this branded. Right. Because what's going to happen? You know, nobody knew. But I do want to point out, you know, we, we, knowing that people have a preference towards genuine branded supplies. Right. We do offer several different types of pricing plans. Okay. That we can talk to consumers about, uh, setting them up with particular discounts that I think most companies would find very attractive. Oh. And additionally, managed print services, which can help reduce expenditures as well. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, very good. So we've been talking with Michelle Kalkoff, the Vice President of Marketing and Development for CWPA, Inc. And when we come back, we're going to talk about costs. We're going to talk about the one thing that small businesses can do to lower the cost of their office supplies. Stay with us. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Boxer Rescue is a nonprofit organization serving Montgomery County and surrounding areas. 
dedicated to the health and well-being of the Boxer breed. Lone Star Boxer Rescue is run and managed 100% by volunteers since 1999. Our main objective is to rescue, rehabilitate, and rehome boxers that come to us from many sources, including local animal shelters, owner surrenders, and strays. For more information about Lone Star Boxer Rescue, visit our website at lsbr.org. The Hispanic Chamber Connection is sponsored by the Yamel Insurance Agency, located at 719 Sawdust Road, Suite 103, The Woodlands, Texas. The Yamel Agency is a family-owned insurance agency that provides home, life, automobile, and umbrella insurance coverage. Since 2006, the Yamel Agency has been a bilingual insurance service for businesses and private citizens in the Montgomery County area. For more information on the Yamel Insurance Agency, please visit the Hispanic Chamber Connection at www.irlonestar.com slash hcc. The Amel Insurance Agency is available by telephone at 832-525-5656 or online www.amelagency.com. The Amel Insurance Agency is a sponsor of this program and the Hispanic Chamber Connection thanks you. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Hispanic Chamber Connection, a radio program that features and promotes members of the Texas Gulf Coast Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Uh, my name is Tom Brady. I'm the Vice President of Membership for the Chamber, and today we're talking with Michelle Kalkoff, Vice President of Marketing Development for CWPA. Um, and when we, when we went to break, we talked. We promised that we'd talk about the one thing that small businesses can do to lower the costs of, of office supplies. So, Michelle, take it away. What's the one thing? Okay, well... I've got one and then a second one. Okay. <laughs> so I think actually first the one thing they can do that helps to reduce inefficiencies is to know exactly what you're buying. Okay. You know, depending upon what the structure of your business is, you might have a multiple store location and everybody's doing their own thing. There's no consistency. So number one, I think, is knowing exactly what you buy, having a way to track it. Uh, knowing what's in your inventory so that you're not duplicating purchases and you can help reduce your inefficiency that way. Okay. And secondly is having CWPA come in and give you uh, a true price comparison. Let, let us help out and root out areas of potential savings for you. Okay. All right. Very good. So, I mean, talking about that, I guess we talked a little bit a few minutes ago about printers. Right. right. So, if you, like you mentioned, if you got if a store's got multiple locations, but they've got different printers doing the same job, that could be one one area of, of consolidation and, and cost savings, right? Because right. they use all the same consumables instead of having every every location have to buy their own. Right. Right. And and having just different price points on that because they're buying it all local versus right. centralized. Exactly. Right. Go ahead. I was going to say I have a good example of that. I okay. have a service-oriented uh, car repair industry customer that was doing exactly that. So now I think they have roughly 13 locations. Wow. Where we were able to come in and standardize pricing for toner across the board and set them up with a very simple, customized way to order it online. Okay. Everybody knows at each location exactly what they're buying exactly what the price will be and that remains steady and consistent and at at the end of the month we provide sales reports they know exactly what they're purchasing yeah so on a managed um when you say managed print services do you actually proactively deliver toner you know based on their past use so managed print services is a slightly different type of contract okay that's where we can come in and there's two prongs to that either a, we can monitor their printers for consumable uh, delivery only. Remotely, and you can monitor. Remotely. Okay. Remotely, it monitors it. It takes the burden of knowing when to order toner, which toner to order, completely off the customer's hands. Wow. So all of a sudden, a toner arrives. You didn't even know you needed one, but it's just in time. Okay. So that monitors toner levels. And then in addition to that, we can monitor toner levels provide supplies delivery, and add a service component as well. So when the printer uh, pops up with any kind of service code error, mm -hmm. uh, that immediately goes to a call center who triages the problem. Wow. They might be able to just easy fix with the customer on the phone. And if not, 
a service technician is dispatched okay. to fix the problem. That's awesome. Okay, yeah. I didn't even know about that. I mean, that just being able to monitor the supplies is one thing, but also looking at, at issues when it comes up, like when you're, you know, the printer starts saying error or something, that would be awesome right. to be able to have someone to, to triage that instead of someone just turning it off and turning back on right. and hoping for the best, right. right? It takes the guesswork out of it. Exactly, exactly. So uh, th that's great for companies that have a, a brick and mortar, but I know that it seems like more and more people are working from their homes, mm -hmm. out of home offices. Um, has this growth in, in the home-based business affected you guys, affected your business? Well, I, I don't think necessarily. I mean, everybody, again, we talk about sometimes going into a paperless environment. But I have to be honest, on the small to medium-sized business mode, yeah. I haven't really seen many businesses achieve that. Right. There's something about having that tangible piece of paper you can write on, you can refer back to it, you've got it filed, uh, that still exists and has value. Okay. And whether you're a home-based business or not, I think most people still have a home printer. They're still looking for supplies. And one of the ways that I think we can help a home-based business is where to go, one-stop shop for everything they need. So do they need furniture to get that business set up? Do they need space-saving supplies if they're in a limited space environment? Right. Uh, and even for those people who work mobily out of their cars, we have lots of cool uh, tech items that help facilitate that type of work as well. Interesting. So what kind of things... You talk about helping in the mobile. Oh gosh, I've seen uh, really cool mobile uh, PC stands so that you're not, you know, balancing something on your lap okay. while you're pulled over in the parking lot. It enables you to um, have it more stable next to you so that you can uh, type more efficiently. Okay. Also, uh, you know, interesting gadgets that help you navigate use, using your phone uh, things of that things of that okay nature. all right very good mobile printers that type of thing really mobile yeah. printer now does that plug into your cigarette lighter for power or how does that or just battery well, operated I, I think most of them are battery operated okay. but of course they're wireless so you yeah. operate off your phone off your pc right. interesting that's mm -hmm. that sounds pretty cool all right very good so one of the things we kind of you talked about a little bit um is really is going digital, right? Um, and, and you said that really hasn't affected you as far as, you know, a trend. You see people aren't buying less paper-based products like pens and highlighters and, and those type things? Not really. Yeah? Not, not with the customers that I've seen. Okay. I do think that, and I just noticed this by taking kids to the doctor, going to medical dental offices, I do see a lot more of that there where they've moved to a more paperless type environment. Okay. But the uh, CPA firms, the law firms, the bookkeepers, the construction companies, uh, businesses like that that I've been working with, they're still ordering paper. They're still printing out blueprints, need ink and toner. So I don't see so much uh, a real reduction in that type of product. Okay. All right. Very good. Now, one of the things I, I mentioned, or I think I, I saw on your, <clears throat> mentioned on your website, um, was off, office efficient. Mm -hmm. Talk to us about that concept. So, I think it's important, especially amongst small business owners, uh, office managers. The one thing we all have in common is that we only have 24 hours in the day. Right. So, how do you take someone like that who has so many different hats to wear? so many different projects and things that they're juggling and make their time more convenient when it comes to ordering supplies that are going to keep their their team working effectively and efficiently we know that office supplies are something that is necessary but nobody really wants to have to give too much thought to it they right. just want it to be easy so uh, number one is we want to become kind of that trusted single source vendor for them since we carry such a wide gamut of office products, mm -hmm. whether it's traditional office supplies, all the way through to technology items and equipment, office furniture, maintenance, break room, coffee, you name it, we can provide 
all of that convenience to the customer by being that one-stop place to go. And then uh, secondly, just having a, a one point of contact. So when you start working with CWPA, you're gonna have a person you can always call who's reliable, uh, trustworthy, they're, they're there, they're ready to answer questions and knowledgeable about uh, the products that you're looking for. And also, um, one thing that I think the large e-tailers like Amazon and Office Depot don't address, because they're such an online platform base, mm -hmm. they're not able to address a company's unique needs. A last-minute order, for example, okay. or a special request. They need it now. They, you've got to find this for me, Michelle. And that's one of the things that we uh, really do well. Okay, very good. One, one thing you mentioned before, I wanted to find out just kind of a personal interest. When you say you're monitoring a printer's supplies, mm -hmm. is that any printer or is that to be a networked printer? And there's, there's some, I'm, I'm wondering how you do that. It does have to be a networked printer. Okay. And it's not uh, the smaller ink printers. It's going to be laser printer. Okay. So there is specialty software that's downloaded to the printer. Right. It's, uh, it does not interfere with firewall. It doesn't uh, tap into anybody's personal networks. Okay. So from a You're just looking at the printer. You're just looking at the printer. Okay. And it monitors and reads on a continual basis the page counts and also the uh, toner levels. Okay. And it reports that information back. And there are benchmarks set. So once the toner hits a particular benchmark, as being too low, right? then that's communicated back to our um, managed print service partner, and they dispatch the toner. Okay, so it's not something that you guys have to monitor. It's a, another service that's actually right. monitoring we, the day-to-day. -day. Um, we have a program that we work with called PrintSolve, okay. and this is through our wholesale distributor. Okay. So this is uh, what enables us to actually offer that service to a customer is that they have such a large distribution network. That's what affects the really fast uh, delivery of technicians or supplies as needed. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. That's very good. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, th th that's always one thing I was wondering about if, if, if technology had gotten to the point where, you know, they, they always talk about your refrigerator ordering milk for you when you get low. And this is almost <laughs> that, almost it's that almost cool. That. Almost that cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're, we're talking with Michelle Kalkoff, uh, Vice President of Marketing Development for CWPA. And when we come back, we're going to finish up finding about the office supply industry. Stay with us. A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Statistics show that one out of every six Texans struggles with food insecurity and hunger. And many people don't eat enough fruits and vegetables every day. The Better Living for Texans program is here to help you learn how to make healthy menu choices, save money at the grocery store, prepare quick and delicious meals, get more good nutrition in your day, and get more physical activity. Classes are fun, friendly, interactive, and free, and taught in English and Spanish. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. The Hispanic Chamber Connection is sponsored by the Yamel Insurance Agency, located at 719 Sawdust Road, Suite 103, the Woodlands, Texas. The ML Agency is a family-owned insurance agency that provides home, life, automobile, and umbrella insurance coverage. Since 2006, the ML Agency has been a bilingual insurance service for businesses and private citizens in the Montgomery County area. For more information on the ML Insurance Agency, please visit the Hispanic Chamber Connection at www.irlonestar.com hcc. The ML Insurance Agency is available by telephone at 832 525-5656 or online www.mlagency.com. 
The Amel Insurance Agency is a sponsor of this program, and the Hispanic Chamber Connection thanks you. The Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service has been dedicated to educating Texans for over a century. In 1915, the Extension Program was established under the federal Smith-Lever Act to deliver university knowledge and agricultural research findings directly to the people. Ever since, AgriLife Extension programs have addressed the emerging issues of the day, serving diverse populations across the state. Texans turn to Extension for solutions in horticulture, agriculture, 4-H and youth, and family and consumer sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at 1 o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Hispanic Chamber Connection, a radio program that features and promotes members of the Texas Gulf Coast Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Uh, we've been talking with Michelle Kalkoff. She's the Vice President of Marketing Development for CWPA, Inc. They're an office supply organization that office, provide office supplies and services. And one of the things we were talking about during the break is just, you know, how, how can CWPA make it easier for companies to order office supplies? I mean, you know, if you go... You know, any, anything online, it's just, it's so easy to get distracted and you're not sure what you bought last time. And so, you know, how, how do you help make that easier for companies? Right. So I think, first of all, this is initiated by us helping a customer root out areas of savings. Mm, okay. So when we can look at what they're actually purchasing and go in and do a, a point by point comparison and set them up with special discounted pricing. Well, the next step logically is for me to go in and establish custom lists for them on our website. So uh, help them get set up with an account, and then I'll do the grunt work for them. I'll set up their particular list of products, put them in um, manageable categories. Okay. And so let's say they're ready to order toilet paper. I mean, it, it sounds silly, but people do yeah, for their sure. businesses. So they've got a specific brand they like that we want to talk, want to make sure we've established a specific price for them. Okay. Uh, they log in, look at the drop down menu, throw it in the shopping cart and boom, that's, that's all they have to do. Right. So it's making that online ordering process as simple as possible, but also customized to what they purchase. Right. And you can actually have that delivered to their location. It's as simple as logging into our website. Right. Oh, are you? Well, the products, yes. Yeah, toilet products, paper and everything. Right. Yeah. Everything okay. goes straight to the location. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And it all comes from wherever you're purchasing it from and right? separately? I have various sources that I use. There are one or two in particular that I focus most of my office, traditional office supply purchases from. Mm -hmm. And then uh, toners and ink may come from various other sources. Okay. But most of the time, um, I probably have about three or four main distributors that I utilize to drop ship product. Okay. And most of the time, those products are coming out of Texas, either oh, nice. a Houston-based warehouse or Dallas-based warehouse. Okay. So that generally means a one- to two-day delivery. That, after I received the order. Okay, that's all, and mm -hmm. it makes a big difference too. Right. I mean, because it's all about that convenience, and, right. and you can't beat that, especially if you know having to, if if there's not a convenient Office Depot or, or some other office supply store right. close to you, it's so much, so much easier just to order it online right. and have it shipped. And then, of course, uh, you know, people expect shipping to be free. Yeah. So any order over fifty dollars is shipped freight free. That is terrific! Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. What are some of the other kind of leading edge or, or maybe cutting edge products that you guys have been getting into that you're seeing people buy for their offices? Oh, wow. Um, that could be a stumper for me. <laughs> well, I think actually what it, what I find interesting as I look at HP products, for mm -hmm. example, they've got some really innovative new printers that have come out in the market that have, um, you know, 11 by 17 paper capability. Oh, wow. But the the color saturation, intensity, and quality of, of the prints is really, really amazing. 
Also, uh, they have a new printer, and I'm waiting for wider distribution of this printer to mm -hmm. be available to me. But it enables you to print mobily from anywhere. So you can be vacationing in Bermuda scuba diving yeah. with your wife, Tom. There we go. And you need to address something for business, and it's got to be printed back home in Texas. And it enables you to do that through your phone. Wow. So uh, there are always innovations like that coming out, and I, we like to try to stay on top of those and, and you know, be able to provide those to our customers as it becomes available. Okay. Well, tell us again how the, the, what's the best way to contact you guys. You can reach us at supplies at cwpa.com, mm -hmm. and we also have a Facebook page. Um, and then just through our website, cwpa.com. Okay. And we actually have a new site about to come up online, I would say, within the next couple of weeks. So come back and check us out again because we're always – striving for improvements okay what are you doing on the new side just more products or it's going to be it it'll you know we have gosh we have like forty thousand plus products that that people can look through okay but um it's just going to be a better corporate page okay and a, a little more fine-tuned and and more explanatory to exactly what we do and the different products and services we provide okay very good because mm -hmm. that's all on your website you, you forget what you called it. it was the rescue office rescue or something right and that actually was a campaign that we were running a few months ago or okay. even quite some time ago so it's time to kind of upgrade just ah. just like we're having to constantly think about digital marketing and right. social media we knew it was time actually to update our own website as well so we're in the process of doing that and okay. always trying to improve Okay, well, very good. Well, Michelle, thank you very much. Um, Michelle, this is Michelle Kalkoff. She's Vice President of Marketing Development for CWPA. Um, and appreciate you coming on this week. And guys, if you haven't been out to our website, please go check her out. Um, and also check out the Chamber. Uh, we're on Facebook Live and, and on the website. So we'll see you next week. Thanks for checking out this show on Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. This show is owned and produced by Lone Star Community Radio and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. For more information about this show, to be a guest or to sponsor, just contact the studio at 936-647-3776 to leave a message or email us at lscrstudios at gmail.com.